Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 6th of July. Here's everything that you need to know. First up, a day after the announcement of the reconstitution of the Nifty 50, the BSC has announced that there will soon be a change in the Sensex as well. JSW Steel will replace HDFC Limited on the benchmark index from the 13th of July. That's the record date for the merger of HDFC and HDFC Bank. Remember, yesterday we spoke at length about LTI Mine Tree's move into the Nifty 50. There's a spate of business updates that we've told you about on the platform bqprime.com over the past couple of days. And yesterday there was one from Marico. It seems that tapering price growth and weak volumes, particularly in the rural markets, are hurting the company's performance and have done so, in fact, in the April to June quarter. Consolidated revenue declined to low single digits on a year-on-year basis, according to an update sent to the exchanges. There's a regulatory update in the banking space. The Reserve Bank of India has proposed new rules that may compel card issuers to stay away from exclusive agreements with card networks such as MasterCard, Visa or Rupee. The proposed rules would apply to both banks and non-banking financial companies that issue credit cards, debit cards or prepaid cards. If the norms go through, issuers will have to issue cards on more than one card network. They will also have to give customers the option to choose between card networks, both at the time of issuance and at any subsequent time. The proposed rules are set to come into effect starting the 1st of October. Stakeholders have up until the 4th of August in order to send comments on the circular. In the telecom space, Reliance Geo Infocom is set to sign an agreement this week uh, um, that's worth about $1.7 billion with Finland's Nokia to purchase 5G network equipment. That's a source-based story by the Economic Times. The contract is likely to be signed as early as today at Nokia's headquarters near Helsinki, where senior executives of the Reliance Industries Telecom Unit and banks that finance the purchase will be present. The Union Cabinet has approved the draft of the Digital Personal Data Protection Bill 2023 for tabling it in the upcoming monsoon session of Parliament. That's a PTR report. The bill proposes to levy penalty of up to 250 crore rupees on entities for every instance of violation of the norms in the bill. The data protection legislation specifies norms on management of personal data of Indian residents and requires explicit consent from uh, people whose data is collected and used. In international news, the minutes of the last meeting of the US Federal Reserve are out and it seems that there was a thought to keep raising interest rates at the meeting in June. But eventually there was an agreement to pause interest rate hikes at that meeting. At this point, it seems that the Federal Reserve officials have all but committed to hike again later this month in a bid to keep fighting stubborn inflation. The minutes show that while almost all officials deemed it appropriate or acceptable to keep rates unchanged in a 5% to 5.25% range, some would have supported a quarter-point increase instead. 
In other news, U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen arrives in China today with the goal of finding areas of common economic ground and opening communication channels between the world's two largest economies. Bloomberg reports that it will be the first major test of a policy that she outlined in April, geared towards defending and securing U.S. national interest and security without trying to restrict China economically. Her visit comes as the U.S. considers imposing restrictions on China's access to cloud computing in a bid to limit its ability to develop artificial intelligence capabilities. Meanwhile, in a virtual speech to Shanghai Cooperation Organization leaders, uh, Xi Jinping called on nations to spurn decoupling and the cutting of supply chains. But remember, this is just one day after his administration decided to put restrictions on the export of two metals that are critical in making semiconductor chips. In international markets, uh, U.S. stocks traded lower after a market holiday, and we're seeing some sharp cuts in the Asia-Pacific region at the start today. As things stand, the gift nifty is pointing to a lower start. But with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Neeraj. Our markets have so far remained resilient recently. What factors could see that continuing? Good morning, Alex. Well, we certainly need earnings to be top of the line to justify the valuations that we are trading at currently. Otherwise, you could well see a bit of a corrective move coming in as well. So that's to be kept in mind. Um, in terms of our markets for the morning, well, you would probably expect that there could be a small uh, consolidation stroke corrective move that we could see in the session today and that is to be entirely anticipated as well considering the fact that uh, we, we've had a really good run and global markets were a bit soft in trade yesterday so please bear that in mind now within this entire landscape uh, what could happen to individual pockets is to be watched out for we spoke yesterday about how some brokers were turning constructive on FMCG names and voila, we've had a really good run in the FMCG pocket in trade yesterday. So not surprising that people are latching on to almost anything that could come their way, which might justify putting fresh money to work because certainly in select pockets, it doesn't justify. Nevertheless, uh, watch out for FMCG, watch out for auto ancillaries and watch out for power sector companies. In terms of stocks to watch, Adani Wilmar Q1 update, uh, volume growth was very strong, 25%. In fact, the food and FMCG segment recorded a volume growth of 20% and edible oils a volume growth of 25%. So strong update from Adani Wilmar, even as the value terms came off because of the lower edible oil prices. Standard disclaimer, of course, uh, the Adani group owns 49% stake in Quintillion Business Media which owns the platform on which we are listening to this podcast. Marico Q1 update was mixed. The volumes growth was low single digit. In fact, consolidated revenue declined in low single digits as well. But gross margin expected to expand materially as per the company. Expansion in operating margins as well. Double digit growth in bottom line as well. And more importantly, they expect a visible pickup in the coming quarter in the primary volume growth. So. That's good news. Um, Ujjivan Small Finance Bank, uh, steady as she goes, nothing too exciting uh, from that company. Tala Power has bagged a 1744 crore contract and Business Standard reports that Bombay Dying may sell 
Verli land parcel for 5,000 crores. So that might get the stock excited. Those story does say that the official says that no decision has been taken. Adani Green is mulling a fundraising proposal today and BSC is considering a share buyback today. So that's to be watched out for. And eyes will be kept on Hero, uh, iShare as well as Bajaj Auto on the heightened competition in the higher-end bike segment. The Triumph launch has gotten brokerages very constructive on Bajaj Auto, I must add. With this, it's back to you. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day.